Hello, I am Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wondra, and thank you for listening. This power that we have as a soul traveling in a human body is amazing. We tend to think of ourselves as a human having a soul experience, where honestly, we're a soul having a human experience. And we've had many, 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 many soul experiences. Our discovery along this pathway of the human experience is understanding that power of the human, that power of our soul. It's also about understanding our limitations and how we influence both of those, how we control and influence our power as well as our limitations. So whether you can or you can't, in either case, you'll be right. We came here to have experiences. And what better way to learn than to experience learning, right? Learning lessons never ends. There's no part of life that doesn't contain its lesson. And when you look for those deep lessons, you find the richness in every experience. It's just not just an event or just an experience. It's a lesson. And if you're alive, there are lessons to be learned. A lesson is presented presented to you in various forms until you've learned it. And then you go on to the next lesson. And that's a that's a deep-seated belief. And those lessons that we don't learn just come back to haunt us or to catch us on the next cycle. Or so we believe. But when you believe you have learned them and you're complete in learning that lesson, well, the universe tends to elevate our experiences. And the end goal is that you'll always be challenged. So essentially, you're never done learning lessons. We just like to believe we're done learning. The lesson doesn't just go away. We get to practice it. And since we are always changing, that opportunity for learning is practiced in many stages of our life. For example, we may experience something as a child or something in school as it relates to relationships or our peers. And we get to practice that over and over and over and over again as a child. But we'll learn those same lessons with peers throughout our life. They don't just simply go away. And as much as we have this huge capacity in our brains to remember situations and to practice our behaviors, the universe works in cycles. And so it's going to come back in college, work environments, organizations, or businesses we interact with people and everything is bound by how we experience our energy in contrast or comparison to other energy. And since everything is energy, we're here in this perpetual learning environment. It's like one big Petri dish. Our human structure is so complex that there are infinite scenarios that can be put together. So let's go back to childhood. Let's say you had a playground situation where there was an argument and you might think you learned, you learned negotiation, but we're so layered that we get to learn those skills of communication, negotiation, giving, taking, uh, using every piece of us. That will be replicated and repeated throughout our lifetimes and in many cases throughout 
many, many lifetimes. So when we think we learned how to play on the playground with that other child, the universe gives us the opportunity to learn how to play at the boardroom table or at the kitchen table. As humans, we like to break complexity down into simple thoughts. It actually helps us process when we can eliminate a lot of the complexity. And in the early 2000s, Robert Fulcom wrote a book called All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. And I know it was very popular in over Christmas time that year. I saw numerous copies floating around the office area that I was in. And I just want to share a little bit from Robert's work. All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. All I Really Need to Know About How to Live and What to Do and How to Be I Learned in Kindergarten. Wisdom was not at the top of the graduate school mountain, but there in the sand pile at Sunday school. These are the things I learned. Share everything. Play fair. Don't hit people. Put things back where you found them. Clean up your own mess. Don't take things that are not yours. Say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Wash your hands before you eat. Flush. Warm cookies and cold milk are good for you. Live a balanced life. Learn some and think some and draw and paint and sing and dance and play and work every day some. Take a nap every afternoon. When you go out into the world, watch out for traffic, hold hands, and stick together. Be aware of wonder. Remember the little seed in the styrofoam cup? The root goes goes down and the plant goes up. And nobody really knows how or why but we are all like that. Goldfish and hamsters and white mice and even the little seed in the styrofoam cup, they all die, and so do we. And then remember the Dick and Jane books and the first word you learned, the biggest word of all, look. Everything you need to know is in there somewhere. The golden rule and love and basic sanitation, ecology and politics and the equality and sane living Take some of these things and extrapolate it into sophisticated adult terms and apply it to your family life or your work or your government or your world and it holds true and clear and firm. Think what a better world it would be if all, the whole world, had cookies and milk about 3 o'clock every afternoon and then lay down with our blankies for a nap or if all governments had a basic policy to always put things back where they found them and to clean up their own mess. And it is still true, no matter how old you are, when you go out into the world, it is best to hold hands and stick together. And again, this was from Robert Fulgham. And the book was published in 1990. And what I've just read can be found in that book on pages 6 and 7. You may have found yourself smiling as I read some of those simple beliefs And they're true if we boil it down to some simplistic thoughts of clean up your own mess, hold hands. It sounds very amazing. But the reality is, is we're a little bit more complex than that. We will learn along the way and we're never done. And we can take those concepts and build on them. And if you thought you learned everything in kindergarten, well, the universe is kind of laughing right now. Concepts do and will apply, but the practicum and the expansion continue. And that is the journey of the soul. We can't minimize our experience here on earth. As much as we want to simplify it, the truth is, is we have to be aware that we're here as souls having a human experience with the purpose of expanding our soul and our soul journey. 
And through our learnings, there really are no mistakes. There's only lessons. We know that growth is the process of trial and error and experimentation. The failed experiments are as much part of the process as the experiment that ultimately works. We have to fail to learn. We have to succeed to learn. We learn that life is what we make of it, whether you think you can or can't. In either case, you'll be right. We learn that we really have all the tools and resources we need. We just get to remember we have them and then choose what to apply and understand that that choice is ours. We learn that others are merely mirrors of life. We cannot love or hate something about another person unless it reflects to you something you love or hate. The key is that when you are triggered, you're discovering something about yourself, your general love or your general hate of things in life. And we tend to just gloss right over the top versus really looking at them. And over the years, I've heard people say, if something bothers you about somebody, then they're simply mirroring that quality within yourself. That's not necessarily true. They might be showing you something you like or don't like within yourself, as well as within the world or society. Don't minimize it. If I don't like something or someone is doing something or what they're saying or acting, it doesn't mean that it's the same thing within me. We're so complex. We're so different. The universe is simply showing me where there is a vibrational offness. I'm out of alignment with something. And yes, certainly, we have the gift of relationships and the gift of camaraderie and the gift of companionship that creates these vibrations and the clashes. And that's what we feel, the vibrations and or the clashes. And that's what we get to figure out. We learn to stop looking outside and beyond us for something that was always better. Stay focused on the here and now because you'll learn that when your there has become here, you will simply obtain another there and you'll be back in that cycle again. I'm going to say that one more time. We're always looking for something out there. And when that something out there becomes here, we simply obtain another there we don't stop. We continue to look. And so when we encourage ourselves to be here and now, the reality is, as human souls, we can do that for a time period, but we always are searching and seeking and learning. And the universe is always providing lessons and opportunities and events and experiences. And we can't minimize that. We can also learn that the answers lie within us. Certainly, the experiences are happening with us and around us and to us. But when we ponder the answers, you know, when you figure out something on your own, it just sticks with you better than being told, right? Experiential learning sticks with us. We remember it more. And that's what we're here on earth. We're not here to be told. We're here to experience. And since everything is energy, and since we are energy, we have all the answers and we have access to all the answers. And that comes through our experiences. All you need to do is look, listen, trust, experience, observe, relate, ponder these things. So whether you think you can or can't, in either case, you'll be right. And that choice is yours. 
You can believe I can't or I won't or I don't want to do this. Or you can look at the world as I can and that every lesson, every experience, every moment of every day is a blessing for you on this journey path. And it's magically orchestrated for you to have the experience so that your soul can evolve, so that you can come here in this dimension, complete the agreements, the contracts that you committed to do in this lifetime. And you also can begin to create those commitments and those contracts for lifetimes to come. For many of us going through any type of roughness or challenges in our life, it sometimes is really difficult to look at the universe giving us an opportunity. And we, we actually sometimes want to flip off the universe and just say, what the heck? And this is a good time when you get into that place of feeling overwhelmed or you feel like you've had enough. And this year has been another one of those times where many of you probably are feeling that way. I want to just give you some tips about some quick strategies on how to raise your vibrational frequency, how to get back into this space of understanding that this human presence that your soul is walking around in is here to have this experience. And, and like it or not, you signed up for these experiences in order to evolve the soul. So a couple things to help you elevate your frequency express gratitude. And oftentimes I'll see people that do a 30-day gratitude journal. So every day for 30 days, they'll find something in their life that they are in gratitude. And in giving appreciation brings value to something because oftentimes we overlook the things that are closest to me. As I'm sitting here in my office speaking into this microphone, I'm in gratitude that I have the ability to reach you and you've got the technology to listen to the messages from other dimensions. Isn't that pretty cool? That's just one example of gratitude, something so simple that we might overlook that is a huge part of us. So take a moment and be in that place of gratitude and maybe you adopt the practice of a gratitude statement each day for 30 days, something new that you're in gratitude of. Maybe you do it for a week, maybe you do it for longer than 30 days, but look for those things that are around you that bring you a deep sense of happiness or something that has just made your life a little bit easier and it's there and you don't even think about it's there, but you need to put a little bit of gratitude to, towards it. This helps to cultivate optimisms. And winners have the ability to create or to manufacture their own optimism. And sometimes when we get overwhelmed, we get into this place of poor me or we become pessimistic. No matter what the situation, the person that is in a high vibe always finds a way to put an optimistic spin on it. He or she knows that failure is simply an opportunity to grow and to learn a new lesson about life or to grow or to learn something about themselves. People who think optimistically see the world as a place packed with endless opportunities, especially in trying times. And having that higher vibe around us when we feel like we're challenged helps us move through the challenges a lot quicker. Avoid overthinking and certainly avoid social comparison. And social media has made it a little bit difficult or more difficult to avoid. Comparing yourself to someone else can be poison. 
It just doesn't do any good when you're looking at things and you're comparing yourself to others and you're ranking. I'm better than that person. I'm worse than that person. They have more than I do. It just doesn't serve you at all. And if you believe you're worse than any other person, then you're comparing yourself to something you really don't even know nothing about because we're all so uniquely different. You're comparing yourself to a perception that you have about that person, which may or may not even be the truth. So if you feel compelled to compare yourself to something, compare yourself to an earlier version of yourself. That will help you move forward. That will help you propel forward. And that's really the only healthy thing that you can compare yourself to because you know you. Another is practice the acts of kindness. Performing random acts of kindness actually releases serotonin in the brain. And serotonin is a tremendous health benefit because it makes us feel more blissful. A side note is that if you're doing good for another person and you have an expectation that it will be returned or that there will be some sort of compensation, I'm not talking about necessarily money, that often creates more stress or remorse because then you're not achieving what you expected and that can sometimes develop into resentment. So just be aware of that. Nurturing your relationships. This this is a time, you know, we're still in this pandemic. We're going into the winter season where many of us are hunkered down, not as able to do outdoor activities. We still can, but it might be a little bit limited. This is a time to nurture your social relationships. And we have to figure out a different way to do that this year, whether it's Zoom connections, more phone calls, you know, someplace that we can see people, we can hear them. We tend to text and email or message, private message people. And that's okay, but we need that human experience, that human connection, and just being able to hear somebody, that vibration exchanges energy, being able to see somebody that helps exchange the vibrational energy that we crave. As energetic beings, we depend on other people's energy and the energy of everything around us. It's like fuel for us. And so if you're feeling depleted, see if you can figure out a way to interact just differently socially. We're also learning different ways of coping and that can be difficult because sometimes we sink into this, I just don't know, or I don't care, or it doesn't matter. But this is a time where we need to develop different practices, different techniques, and certainly different coping skills. We're facing events in our lives that we've not faced ever before. And going into 2021, we'll continue to have some of those experiences and some of those events. So we need to call on our adaptable humanness to create different coping events and skills that we maybe haven't used before. This is also a time to learn to forgive. If you're feeling very isolated and you've been harboring harmful feelings or low vibrational feelings such as anger or hatred or frustration with loved ones or people around you, this would be a time to do some healing work on yourself and healing work on that vibrational thread that, that links the two or links you together with that person or that group. This is a time for repair. This is a time for mending. And before you say, well, I can't do it because I can't go see that person or I can't go out and about. Think of a different way to mend. Maybe this is the universe giving you an opportunity to reach out to this person in a different way. Instead of going to drive to see them, maybe you do reach out to them with a phone call. 
this is a time for you to look for the joy in your life. And I think that ties in very nicely with the gratitude statements. You know, sometimes we say it's hard to find joy when we're locked down, or we're not sure of our jobs, we're not sure of the political scene, we're not sure of our health. You know, there's all sorts of things that we can wrap up in that area that are joy stealers. So instead of allowing that to take that joy away from you. What might you be doing to bring joy back into your life? And the last one really is committing to your goals. If you're saying that you are going to do something, commit to it, do it. That includes the commitment to yourself, taking care of yourself, your emotional health, your spiritual health, your physical body. Practice those things. When you're here to learn and the universe is providing the opportunities for you to expand and to learn those lessons and your soul is in this human container that carries it around every day, be kind to that human container. Be gentle with that human container. Know that that is the container for your soul to continue its path of its evolution. And the very last thought I want to leave you with is whether you think you can or can't in either case, you'll be right. So choose wisely. This is Lori Wonder, Your Life Core. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wondra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.